out there There's a world outside of Yonkers Way out there beyond this hick town, Barnaby There's a slick town, Barnaby Well, howdy and welcome to the Real Love Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Rock. This is the podcast where every week me and a guest will sit down to talk about the movies we love, why we love them, and through the magic of film, the power to provoke, intrigue, inspire, and promote change in the world around us. Let's get to it. All right. So today um, on my first podcast, I um, I have my first guest. Um, I have Jay Arcanon with me. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Connor. Oh, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Um, so today we're here to talk about the movie Wally. Um, yes, which I, we're both very excited about. Amazing movie, yeah, I'm excited. It's a fantastic, magical movie for sure. Um, so um, I guess let's just get started. Um, let's start with um, I guess like overall feelings, um, thoughts about Wally. Kind of what what emotions does it bring about you in this moment? Um, what do you remember from when you went to, when you saw it the first time and what do you remember just watching it today? Um, and maybe how that's changed. All right. Yeah. So I saw it in 2011 for the first time. It was amazing. I loved it. And I watched it again last night. I've watched it several times since then. And I, you know, I'm a huge Disney Pixar fan. So they are my all-time favorite movies. And of all of the Disney Pixar movies, Wally is my number one choice. I love it. It is a, a masterpiece. It's classic to me. Um it, to it just has so much going for it and we'll we'll get into that today, but one thing I really love about it is that it's actually a surprisingly romantic love story. 100%. Even though the the main characters are are robots it has this really just sweet innocent love story that's just so pure i couldn't agree more i i almost feel like there's more humanity in wally than there are in a lot of romantic like any romantic comedies or or romance movies um i feel like there's more um sincerity in it which is ironic yeah it's crazy yeah i mean something about this character that just captures the essence of what it is to fall in love and, and to find someone that uh, brings more meaning to your life. hundred percent. I, I could not agree more. So, yeah. So I, I don't know how much we want to get into. I think anyone who's listening to this probably has seen it. So we can just talk about any spoilers in the movie. Uh, but the main character is, is a little robot that um, his primary objective is to, take trash and make it into little cubes and basically clean up the planet that's been trashed by human beings and deserted. And he meets a robot called Eve, who is sent by the humans to look for any signs of biological life. And, uh, and that's where, where things really take off. I don't know if, do, do we want to go through and just talk about some of the points of the movie or, or do you want to actually, sorry, first just talk about what you love about it or just kind of do that as we go. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm okay with, with going through it just kind of sequentially and talking about what we, what we love about it and, and kind of points of the movie. Um, I would love yeah. to talk about, 
I remember um, I saw the movie. I think it came out in 2008 was when Wally came out. And I saw it in theaters. Um, my, um, my experience with Wally, um, it, what I, one thing I really love about it is um, the first probably 35 minutes are really a silent film in a lot of ways. Um, and it's very much inspired by, I think of, you know, 1930s, 1940s, Buster Keaton and, and Charlie Chaplin type movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love no, that about no it. No dialogue except for the, the clips that he's listening to. Exactly. From, uh, Hello Dolly, right? The music yes. from that. Um, and I, I think one thing, one observation that I'd love to make that I had recently, just last night, um, it's interesting. Um, the movie, in some ways, I could say, beginning with, you know, his, his love for Hello Dolly, um, could be a commentary on how art shapes us um, and how through through the power of, of cinema, um, and it doesn't have to be cinema, it can be any art, um, how that has the ability to change people. Um, I think the movie has a very optimistic um, tone and an optimistic belief that that people or robots can change. Um, and I, I love that about it, especially in this time um, when we're all we're all struggling a little bit with um, what's to come and, and kind of the uncertainty of life. Um, and I think there's something really profound about that. Yeah, that's it's amazing just how much that music sets the tone for this film. Um, the music from Hello Dolly, uh, starting with Put On Your Sunday Clothes, uh, that song, and just that, it, like it's the theme song of his life, little little Wally, as he's going around and and uh, cleaning up the planet. You know, he's got the soundtrack in his head. He re- records it on his body and then plays it back. He's got a little built-in recorder, and these songs just become idealistic for him. They become exactly what he wants. He he sees it in the film and he wants it. Even though he's a robot, it's unlikely, but he wants that in his life. He wants those moments and that that kind of uh, the love that he sees, uh, especially from the song, uh, It Only Takes a Moment. Yes, yes. I couldn't agree more. I, I actually was thinking, um, you know, one thing that, that Wally sees when watching Hello, Dolly, he has a like an old cassette um, of the movie, um, and uh, he watches it over and over. And um, there's one... One of the the songs, I guess it would be that song that you just mentioned, and I'm spacing it on it. Um, when they hold hands, um, and that yeah, it, it's interesting because I I think about think about that that being holding hands has always been like a, a small, simple summation of love and kind of what we're all looking for in life of just just pure connection um, and boil it down to, to just that, just being able to hold someone's hand um, and how wonderful that is. And I think about the Beatles, you know, I think about, you know, how um, when you boil, I guess, life down um, to its, to its kind of smallest elements, um, life is better with someone else, you know, to, to join you in it. Um, and I don't know where yeah. I'm going with this ramble, but, but anyway, continue. Yeah. That's the whole point, I think, is we get to see Wally's life. Uh, it's, you know, on this abandoned planet, he has developed a hobby of picking out little trinkets and, and things he finds in the trash and collecting them and organizing them. And he just has this intricate system to keep his life organized. 
and it's it's just adorable to see how how he he has it all together and it, that gives some meaning to his life but he doesn't realize what he's really i mean he knows he's missing out on something he sees hello dolly and he he yearns for something more but doesn't realize exactly what it is until he meets eve exactly exactly um and and you think about you know that the the movie almost goes through the phases of of a relationship or when you meet someone and you have that you know lust or that um you know first new relationship energy and then it it kind of skips that to um to kind of a more deep meaningful connection as as their kind of um connection broadens to i, I feel like they they get to know each other a little bit um once eve really understands that Wally at his core is just just a little bundle of just nothing but love. Um, and it's yeah. impossible <laughs> not to love him. Um, he's just, he's, he's as innocent as a child in a, in a wonderful way. He is. Yeah. And, and um, one thing I love is when Eve first comes to earth and Wally doesn't know it's, it's all very new. It's, it's very scary. And, in this case, he has good reason to be terrified because Eve is actually kind of a, a psycho destruction machine, and she starts open firing on Wally, and he's just trembling and terrified, but he's still just so intrigued, and he keeps following her around, even though it's dangerous, even though he's scared, and it just gets to this moment where Eve is you know, looking for biological life on the planet, she's... Uh, floating around, and she just gets so angry in one moment that she like sets fire to all these like giant ships, and just there's this huge moment of just anger and destruction. Everything is exploding on fire, and that's when Wally just timidly kind of comes up behind her, and you know, tapping his hands nervously, um, goes to introduce himself in that moment, and it's just such a classic moment. It's it's so cute, like just seeing him trying to to make his first move. Oh, I I love it, and I I think it it's an interesting parallel for a lot of I th- I think it's it's pretty easy to see um, two sides of a relationship. In a lot of relationships, we have we have opposite personalities. It seems like those are the ones that that last, um, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Um, and you have that yeah. you know that alpha personality in Eve. Um, and you have kind of that um, more kind of the, the lover and the fighter, I guess you could say, um, and kind of how they, they connect in almost through their differences um, is kind of what attracts them to each other. And I, I love that about it. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she makes a little effort in that moment to, uh, to get to know him. She asked, asked him, you know, what his directive is. Because she knows her directive is to find a plant, but she doesn't know what his is. And then when he shows her it's to compact trash, it's kind of a a funny moment. But that's the first thing that Eve does to to get to know Wally. And she is a little bit intrigued, I think, even though, you know, again, this is all robots. So it's kind of weird, like, just how how much feeling and, and emotion you know, we have for these, these characters cause, cause they're robots, but it's just, it's such a cute moment. And I think it, it really goes to show on Wally's part, just like 
sometimes like the fear of a new relationship, you don't know how they're going to respond. You don't know what, what they're going to do. And you don't know if it's safe, you know, to, to be vulnerable. But Wally just kind of, uh, he, he is brave and just, just kind of goes for it, even though he's terrified. Exactly. So I, think I think he's kind of what we all want to be in those moments. Um, whether we yeah. are or not, um, braver than, you know, the, the sum of our parts. Um, and then, you know, they go from there and then Wally lets his guard down and, and Eve at that point is, I is intrigued. Um, and she wants to learn more about Wally and he, he takes her on to her, her, I guess, um, that's the, from what I, what I gathered and kind of what I've, I've looked at, that's the shuttle that brought Wally to earth. Um, or the, yeah. so, so he's been his, living his in home. the shuttle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, he brings her on there and um, and shows her all these these trinkets. And that, what I love about about the trinkets that Wally keeps and and kind of the fascination and love with them, um, I yeah. think it I think it teaches a lot of us um, to to find wonder in the smallest things in life. Um, that that many things in life we take for granted for really are quite beautiful and and. Um, and there's a there's beauty in everything, um, and we over we overlook it. It's it's really easy to do. Um, I I definitely do it myself, but I, I think that's w- another part of Wally that I, I think is so. Um, you want to be like him in that way. You want to find wonder in the small things. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a great way to put it. And Eve has never been exposed to anything like this, you know, she sees the the fish on the wall singing Bob Marley and goes to destroy it. Like, that's all she knows. I loved that. I, I was like, oh man, that is such a time capsule. I'm like, oh, yeah. that, that won't make sense. And maybe even now to people of like this generation, but, but such a time capsule of that time. Yeah. And then um, just, I mean, Wally's very cautiously bringing her into his world because she is so destructive and he doesn't know what she's going to do, but he wants to show her all these things that are important to him. And finally, he shows her that lighter, and she turns it on. It seems like he hadn't figured out how to use it before, but then she turns it on, and there's the romantic glow, the flame, while they're listening to that song in the background, and and Wally's falling in love with Eve in this moment. I have an interesting observation about that. I wonder, you, you think about flame, you think about fire, and, and the beauty, but also destructive power of, of fire. And you think about Eve, and kind of, how she is definitely like an amalgamation in some ways of, of fire. You know, she's, she's destructive, but also beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if in that moment she almost sees a bit of herself in it, which is, it's an interesting idea that maybe not, yeah. isn't true, but, it, but I, <laughs> I, I thought that might be a fascinating thing to ponder. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that. And, you know, um, I think, the final thing that happens uh, in his home it, that we probably should bring up is that he, of course, wants to give Eve as a gift the plant that he found, which is her directive and causes her to go into like a hibernation state. When she sees the plant, she pulls it in, she starts hibernating. And it's, it's so sad because Wally is getting to know her and then suddenly she's gone. And he doesn't know what happened. He broke her. And then what happens after that, it, the, the whole montage of him basically like dating her as a pod 
is is just so so funny because you know she's not there she's not interacting but he just goes on to fulfill all these things that he's wanted to do with someone else and takes her on these adventures goes on a boat ride takes her out to watch the sunset tries to hold her her robot hand but yeah it's it's very it's very cute to see that I, I love that scene, and it, it also reminds me of of you know old time films, um, you know, with the holding the umbrella that you know gets electrocuted, and it, it reminds mm-hmm. me of um, a, lo- a lot of romantic comedies have those um, like a like a little um, what is the word like a almost um, like a snapshot of of their relationship growing, um, and and Wally has that in its own unique way, um, but kind of a, a twist on that. Um, that. Yeah. The the meat cute, I guess, would would be kind of the way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, so all of that happens and this is kind of the the end of the first chapter for me is um the ship finally comes back to collect Eve and Wally's just gone back to his everyday work and he he sees the ship and just the panic that ensues when he sees that ship coming is um, it's so sad. It's like, this could be it. He he might never see Eve again. And he is just so panicked. And it's, you know, the way they, sh- like they did the animation made it seem like a, like an action camera, like just everything about that scene is, is so, um, it's so perilous. Uh, you know, you can really feel, like feel that fear and panic. 100%. <laughs> Um, and that's where the movie changes. I, I think at that point, yeah. you know, that's that's um, the movie becomes it it mutates into kind of a different type of movie. Um, and it does. I think this is also the point that some people. Um, I, I think it loses some people at this point. It doesn't mean yes, um, but I've definitely I've definitely read a lot of criticisms of the film um, that that at this point is when people are lost. This is when the movie loses them. It becomes a different movie and and. It has th- different things to say. I think it broadens its scope, and for some people, it, that doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. It, it goes from this pure, simple love story to something completely different. And to me, it, it's an amazing message, and and I love how it all ties together in the end. But yeah, let's talk about. So we'll, we'll say, you know, the first part, part one, is the love story. Part two is kind of this chapter of discovery. Yes. And they it starts with Wally clinging onto the spaceship and going back to this giant uh, spacecraft where humans have been living for 700 years. Yes. And there there's a lot of interesting parallels, right? You know, you think of of by and large um and you could almost see it's it's uh people in Pixar. This is before Pixar was was bought completely by Disney, but could almost be a commentary on the way that, that Disney now rules um, all. It's it's interesting. Um, you know, by and large, is the only brand that exists um, yeah. in this world. It's <laughs> and and I love how. So we did forget in the beginning there is that by and large commercial. Um, with uh, I, I can't remember his name from Best in Show. Oh Fred, yeah, it's um, Fred Willard. It's actually yeah, Fred the, Willard who just yeah he just passed away. He did. He just so, passed away just last week. Sadly enough, and he was, he was great in this film. Um, he was so so good and, and the perfect uh, CEO of By and Large. So yeah, so there is a little more dialogue in the beginning, but 
but by and large has taken over the world. And this spacecraft is something that they came up with as a, a basically a plan to eventually return to Earth when things were cleaned up a little bit more. One thing I also want to say is um, this was actually the first time in Pixar's history that they had had a live action actors in a film. Yeah. Um, so, so that was interesting. That was interesting, huh? Right. Cause yeah, it's live action in the beginning. And then of course, um, computer animated, very obese people. Yes. That we're going to talk about here soon. Yes. So Wally makes it to the spaceship and there is, it, it's uh, pretty crazy. What what we witness here, um, you know, humans have basically entered a uh, a state of absolute minimal activity. They're all extremely obese. They sit in these hover chairs all day and and communicate through screens. Yep, exclusively. Yeah, it's funny because at the time, you know, we've we've become even more that uh, that's be, become more of our reality than even in two thousand eight. I think in two thousand eight that that. That was probably, was that when the first iPhone was just coming out around that time? Yeah, 2008 or nine. Yeah, around there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So we were just kind of just beginning that that transition. Um, Now, even more so. I mean, I I think about right now during this, you know, during this quarantine time, and I'm pretty sure that that a lot of people that, you know, their their phone, their screen is is in their face from sunup to sundown. You know, it's, it's very real. Oh yeah, no. It's crazy how relevant this film still is, and and even more so than when it came out. And I think for anyone who criticizes anything after the first part, you know, let let's just dive in and see, you know, if we can convince them otherwise. Because I think there's a lot of merit. I agree to to the rest of the film. And starting with this for me, Wally, when he gets off the spacecraft, he runs into one of these people in a hover chair Mm -hmm. and immediately starts introducing himself face to face. It takes the person who is completely plugged into his screen and forces him to look away for a moment to interact face to face with Wally. Exactly. And this, this is the beginning of an awakening for these people. Wally is basically starting to bring people out of unconsciousness, back into consciousness and, and helping them take a look for the first time at their surroundings in years. They, have, they haven't done this in years. It really shows the power that, that one individual can have, you know, and, and whether, whether you believe that or not, I think is, is part of maybe what hinges on buying the second act is, um, you know, whether you have an optimistic worldview or, or a pessimistic one. Yeah, exactly. That is, uh, that, I love that so much. And, and, and w- that starts a kind of a chain reaction. So it, j- it starts with one person and then that person who's been awakened and en- eventually ends up awakening another person and pulling them off their screen. And, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah. um, yeah, there are a few things to kind of address here. We, we realize that, uh, so Wally and, and Eve get taken to, a malfunctioning robot kind of repair shop when they realize that Eve doesn't have the plant for some reason, even though they thought she did. Yeah. Um, and there's just all these robots that have broken down. They've been rejected. And uh, I, I love the one that just 
like is punching out of control. He can't stop. I love that's, that. That's my the, favorite The two one. that are playing tennis across <laughs> those little nets. They're playing yeah. tennis back and forth. That's so cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, and almost misunderstood robots, right? Maybe, maybe they, mm-hmm. like Wally, were starting to discover their own humanity. Um, and, you know, this, this organization didn't like that, didn't like that these robots were finding their own voice. Exactly. Yeah. They're not doing what they were programmed to do. And so they're, they're no longer useful. Exactly. All right. So we meet a, a small robot and his name is Mo. His objective to clean everything. And so naturally, when he meets Wally, he is shocked and appalled at how dirty he is. You could almost say that he was the order to Wally's disorder, um, you know, which is it's funny and, and very much a personality type. I, I can say I'm a bit like Mo. Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of, uh, yeah, just blows away his world which is just cleaning up after people to, to have something as filthy as Wally uh, suddenly. And he, 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 like, it's funny that that little quirk, like that personality trait is going to come into play in the third act. Yes. And, and, and uh, we'll talk about that in a second. So, uh, so Mo, the cleaning robot. So after they go to the repair shop, Wally ends up causing some problems for Eve when she's getting repaired. He thinks something's bad, something bad is happening to her. Uh, he hears some noises like behind the curtain and tries to save her. Leave, right? Leave gets tickled and she's, she's, yeah. it's, it's a cute little scene. Yeah. Yeah. But what it causes it in Eve is she basically decides that Wally needs to go home. And so she takes him to a pod to send him back to Earth. Because even though she likes Wally, he doesn't belong here, and he is definitely causing some trouble for her and getting in the way of her directive. Exactly. Right. And that's where we find um, that there's this little robot. I think his name is Gopher. Oh. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. The, the little robot. And... He has uh, the plant, and he's trying to send it back to Earth. And we don't know why. Uh-huh. But that's that's what happens next. And we realize later, I think we can just say it now, that you know he, he works for Otto, who is the ship's autopilot. It, before we talk about anything else, let's just say what the plot is. Everyone already has seen it. Yeah. You know, Otto is trying to complete his directive. We find out that... His directive is to keep everyone in from returning to Earth ever because there's no no hope on Earth. Yes, according to according to Fred know, Willard, what we find out. Yeah, exactly. So basically, this 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 uh, mission, you know, they were they told all these humans that this would be a temporary a temporary thing. Um, I think they say seven years in the film, or maybe five. They 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 give them a, a timeline of how soon yeah. they'll be back to Earth, um, and at that point. You come to find out they've been in the in space, I think, for over seven hundred years. Um, yep. So, um, you know, their bodies not only have they gotten you know a bit bigger, but um, the, actually the uh, the bone mass has changed, um, and they're no longer able to walk um, because of 
just the way that human evolution works. Yeah, and it's so funny to see like all the captains over time just get fatter and fatter. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> on that, the wall, that, that that sweet little um, panning shot of uh, the um, like the uh, um, portrait shots of all the the captains is is quite yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a definitely a main character that will come into play here is the, the current captain. Um, Wally introduces himself to the captain, and. Yeah, we'll we'll find out more about him. But back to the pod. So Eve actually, um, you know, a few things go down, and the pod ends up being launched into space, heading back to Earth with Wally inside. And Wally realizes he accidentally presses the self destruct button, and he's panicking, trying to get out. And we see from a distance the pod exploding. Eve sees it. She thinks Wally's gone, but he managed to escape and suddenly he's flying on a fire extinguisher through space. And I think this is the next key moment because Eve realizes in this moment that she cares for him and she doesn't want him gone. Mm-hmm. You know, she was so sad, um, devastated when she thought he was gone. Yes. And then suddenly returning and, and flying through the air begins the the scene of we'll call the the dance this is maybe my favorite scene in the movie this is the scene that maybe makes me cry the most um <laughs> yeah I, I i just think it's it's astoundingly beautiful um and reminds me of you know the late fred astaire and and you know the greats back in you know again back in in old hollywood um i i think it's it's transcendent is the best way to describe it. Absolutely. Yeah, it is It is absolutely beautiful. Eve and Wally flying together through space, dancing. As the captain uh, on the side, he's learning about Earth, and he's learning about grass and trees and Earth customs and hoedowns and dances. And pizza plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, growing pizza. And as he's learning about the dancing, we see this yeah beautiful dance between the two main characters. One thing I'll say though is, how does that fire extinguisher have so much in it? I don't know. <laughs> I know there, there's that that's like the, the unlimited fire extinguisher. I've never seen such a thing. Yeah, but you know, it is it is the future, so maybe maybe it recharges itself. Who, who knows? Exactly. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's seven hundred years in the future, so they they figured it out. But yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's a great scene, beautiful, uh, beautifully animated. The backgrounds and space. This real quick. This reminds me of of one scene that that I really wanted to talk about. That was earlier in the film. Um, just as we're kind of going into Act Two, um, Wally is is on the the top of the spaceship um, and uh, reaches up with his his little hand. Oh yeah, um, and and touches um, the Milky Way. Um, wow, and, yeah. And, and that 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 scene. It's, oh, even just talking about it, it, it gets me. It, it's such a beautiful scene, and the music, everything about it. I I love the score of this film. Not just not just the Hello Dolly tracks, but I I think the score is is beautiful. Um, and it's actually the um the uh the composer uh was the composer of uh the movie that won the best Oct- best Oscar um score this year at uh, nineteen seventeen, which is actually my favorite score of this last. Yeah, year. That, I love that film. Uh, what was his name? Um, his name is uh, Thomas Newman. Oh, Thomas Newman, same guy that did Finding Nemo. I'm sure he did yes, a lot of other yes, things. Yes, and for... Finding Nemo, another great score. Yeah, that one is amazing as well. 
Uh, and it sounds like he's done a lot of amazing stuff. So, yeah, that would be for me. That's kind of the end of the second act is that dance. I think that's yes. That's kind of where we move on to the the final act. And yep, some some really cool stuff at the end. But what happens next? This is all about so Wally and Eve. They're wanted robots. They've been flagged as dangerous. Yes, and. We and and the captain realizes that they're trying to help, and they're all working together. And they've re- and he's realized that Otto, his uh, steering wheel robot companion, is trying to take over and prevent them from going home. Wally and Eve have almost awoken the humanity in the captain. Yes, um, you know they, it seems like there's there's um, something that. Something an itch that's been scratched that now he just can't get enough of, um, and it it's he slowly now he's kind of I, I think he would he he could almost be um, the character that represents the audience or at least at this point um, as he changes as he is exposed to the love that Wally and Eve are are starting to show for each other. Yeah, yeah, and the captain just he wants to do the right thing. He's very quickly convinced that going back to Earth is the right plan and he knows this is what what he needs to do and so they're working together they need this plant to be able to go back to earth yes where where is the plant at this point so the plant at this point um has it been it have they been have they captured it because it was it was in the the pod that was thrown out Mm -hmm. um eve spotted it Wally grabbed the plant, so I believe Eve actually has the plant at this point. Yeah, um, and they have gone back up to the captain. Yep, um, and that's when we see Otto again. Otto and the Otto's mutiny. Yep. Yes. So here, here's one of the best lines in the film. Um, Otto is trying to convince the captain that this is the only way to survive. That going back to Earth is suicide, and the captain's line in response to that is, I don't want to survive, I want to live. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that line because that's my favorite line in the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, amazing response, and I think that's so great. You could almost say that could be a summation of, of kind of a th- that one of the theses of the film um, would be that line. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Exactly, because because these people are living, right? They're, they're, they're alive. They're living, yeah. um, but are they are they thriving? Are they are they surviving in a um, a positive way? Or are they impacting meaningful change? Um, no. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like they're all just caught up in in all these things that don't matter. They're you know always on the these phone calls talking about oh, doing un- unaware of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, unaware and, of each other, but talking about doing activities like. You know, like golf. One of the conversations they're talking about like golf, but they're not physically golfing. Just like, isn't it interesting? Because I I see some parallels to what we're going <laughs> through right now. Is people complain about being bored, right? Um, and uh, you know, finding finding the joy and the um the fun and the happiness in in little things. I think is is something that's intrinsically human and and very important. Um, 
and that that de- the movie definitely talks about that. I I think about the scene where they're um, uh, oh, I can't remember her name. Um, it would be the uh, let's see if I can find it. What is her name? It would be Mary. Um, so Mary. Um, is the the woman that Wally first meets, yep. um, and she looking at the stars um, goes to show someone else and uh, a stranger John, to her at right? that point goes to yeah. John. Yep, she yeah. goes to show John um, the the stars. She says, "Oh, look at this! Isn't this beautiful?" And um, it startles him. Um, but they they actually bond through that moment, and they in that moment find they a, a love starts to blossom between them as well. Yeah, absolutely, and. I think that is such a uh, an important part of this third act. I, I would say is just the awakening of uh, first the captain, and then people starting to awaken, and you know realize like I mean they've been drinking meals from cups. They've been like <laughs> they realize for the first time that they have this giant amazing swimming pool that's just been sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary says, "Oh, I didn't know we had a yeah. pool." <laughs> and they're all sitting by the pool in their hover chairs, but no one's in the water. So, yep. yeah. So, and then Mary and John go over, and and you know they're they're now splashing in the pool, and they're they're finding joy, and 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 that that thing that they've they've since kind of taken for granted. Exactly. So yeah, that line I think is is very key. Um, after that, they work as a team. They're they're down in the uh, the plant falls down in the garbage mm-hmm. uh whatever it is the trash compactor area and they're searching for that and and this is where um there's a giant like door that sends trash out into space and there's mm-hmm. a key moment where that's about to happen and they're about to be ejected but l- little mo comes to the rescue if you if you want to talk yes. about that Yes, so um, that's the moment that Little Mo, who who in a lot of ways was, um, you know, Wally, you know, he despised Wally in that moment when he first met him. Um, but Wally seems to have awoken a sense of humanity in Mo. Um, I think through, I, he sees something in Wally that, um, I don't know, it, it speaks to his humanity as a robot. So, I can't quite remember what Mo does, and I just watched the movie. Yeah, so he Remind me. he the the doors are closing right as you know before they're going to be ejected, and Mo is trying to clean everything up, and inadvertently ends up uh, wedging himself between the two doors and allow, allowing right. them to get back through. So yeah, so his uh, obsession with cleaning things, you know, he accidentally <laughs> saves our our main characters, and then there there's a a scene, uh, so w- Wally, in the process of trying to save this plant, um, is damaged. His uh, his circuit board is damaged, and Eve starts desperately going around through the trash trying to find different circuit boards and trying to save him. And yep. it's amazing that Wally is not concerned about himself. He's broken, but he just wants to help complete the objective of getting back to Earth. He wants to help Eve complete her directive. Yes. That directive. He's very selfless. That that now is important to him. Yeah. Yes. So they just continue forward and, you know, I I don't know if we need to go. I think most people have seen it, but they end up saving the day, right? A lot of stuff happens that 
Yeah, Wally gets crushed. He gets crushed um, as they're by, trying to save. He, he basically the is sacrif- self-sacrificing um, exactly. to get the plant into a little pod. Yep. Um, exactly. And that's also where you see uh, human beings, their humanity. Um, they're they're looking out for each other. They're through witnessing the selfless acts of Wally and Eve and Mo. Um, it awakens in them their own kind of humanity and, and selflessness, um, and they in turn are now helping each other. Um, and that is the point where we now come back to Earth. The, the, the plant has now been put in the little spot, um, and it takes the, the, the ship back to Earth. Um, and Wally had been hinting, uh, he was saying he wanted to go back to Earth. Um, yep. And Eve had kind of an aha moment of when he was, he was moving his little wheel. Um, and she thought, oh, that's right. I remember um, back when we met, Wally changed one of his little eyes. Right. Um, with the little collection of things that he had. So Eve now thinks, okay, I, I may be able to, uh, to save him. Um, Wally is, is now, not only is, I, he, he is solar powered, so he's, his energy is, is dwindling, but he's also, the, the parts, he's been crushed, um, and he doesn't have long. It's, it's tragic. This is one of the saddest scenes in the entire movie, is when they make it back to Earth, and Eve goes to repair Wally, and she does. She puts in the new parts, but when he wakes up, he's not there. He doesn't remember his, her. His humanity's gone. He's gone. Yeah, the Wally we yeah. know is gone, and he is basically factory reset and just starts his objective of crushing trash again without recognizing yeah. Eve, which is so tragic. You know, it, it reminds me of it, the notebook a little bit. Yes, you know? yes, very much. Yes, yes. Where, where the person that. that you fall in love with suddenly doesn't remember who you are. Yeah. And it is it is so tragic because Wally is just filled with so much humanity and to see him stripped of all of that it is so sad. Yes. And and the thing that, you know, that the the one moment that we go back to holding hands and how that's the simplest form of love. Um, Eve, knowing, seeing throughout the film that Wally, all he wanted was just to hold Eve's hand. Um, she goes and, and grabs Wally's hand and holds it. Um, and even that isn't enough. Um, but in an act of, of just, I, I guess, selfless love, um, Eve reaches in to, to basically give a, a robot kiss to Wally. A robot kiss, which is a little spark. So Yes. <laughs> Um, and she actually did that earlier in the film. Um, when they were she, uh, flying in when space. When they're dancing. Yeah, when they're dancing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sparks in Wally. At, at first, it, you don't notice anything. And this is one thing I love. Um, you see you see a little light turn on in Wally in his eyes. Um, and that's where you see the life. Um, and what's amazing, the animation in the scene is, is astounding because they can they can show Wally without this this life in him. And then throughout the course of, you know, two minutes, the, the way his, like the little um, apertures and his, his eyes adjust and they, his eyes become askew and, and they, the, the character is brought back. It, it, it highlights how they, I don't know, just how you can, they found such humanity in a shape that you wouldn't necessarily think would be very like full of life or, or human-like. Um, and I, I, I just find that really profound. Yeah, Pixar does that better than anyone. They're animators. They, I feel like 
they they've got to be some of the like best people on the planet. I think people that work at Pixar are incredible humans. I think so too. And they and they get life more than most people do. Yes. Yes. And so yeah, you see that in their animation of Wally when he comes back to life, you know, you just you feel it. It it's amazing. Yep. It's such a yeah. such a relief that he's back and and um yeah, it's such a, a beautiful moment. And that that kind of signals the end of the the film, you know, what the um what we also didn't discuss is is at that point all the the human beings are now, you know, concerned about Wally. They've they've grown fond of him. Um and they now um through through Wally's awakening of their humanity, um they are now determined to bring the world back to what it once was. Um, yeah. And there is such power. So it, it, they, this kind of, this, this all goes, um, this all takes place during like the beginning, like pre-credits, I would say. Um, and there's a, a song um, by uh, Peter Gabriel, okay. who has always been very much a, I would say, um, a pretty, like a, is a very liberal, um, very, uh, very planet focused, um, a green, uh, he, he's always, he's always had, um, been very outspoken yeah. in, in a, in a beautiful way. Um, and his song sings about, um, basically human beings finding the beauty in the planet again and, and finding their humanity. Um, and it's such a beautiful song. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, all the music choices are, are very fitting. Um, the humans, they, are rediscovering their planet and they are taking their first steps. They haven't walked in years. Yes. And so just watching them get out of their hover chairs and take their first steps and, and basically awakening to, to life and, and who they are and, and, and what their purpose is. And that happens in that moment when they're all trying to help Wally and Eve. And it's almost the movie saying how we find finding you know, uh, helping others is how we find our purpose. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. And, um, and I find that really <laughs> profound. Yep, exactly. They, they're reaching out beyond their little bubbles of, sel- yes. of selfish living to finally interact and, and, you know, be with other people and be present with them. Yes. Yes. The, the necessity now, um, you know, they, they no longer are satisfied with, um, with basic living. Yes. Yeah, that's that's so cool. I think it it's such a, a an amazing thing. So I that, I mean that's why I love the second and third acts because it all leads to that to to human beings becoming conscious and I, and I think we all struggle with becoming unconscious every day. I mean, we we do things to just zone out like from our problems, you know, we look at our screens, yes. we we have uh other ways of soothing our our pains in life yes when you can finally and it's it's a it's a hard process it takes a lot of work but you will ultimately be happier and find deeper joy when you're not just plugged into everything and distracting yourself and when you can be present and and aware and uh conscious of your own self and the people around you yeah, and I think I think that's where I really am glad that 
we picked this film um, because I think, once again, I, I think it couldn't be more appropriate for this time. Um, I think as we're we're going through, you know, an unprecedented, terrible, um, you know, th- just scary period in our existence as, as human beings, um, the idea of being present is scary, um, but it couldn't be more important in this moment right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, no, it's very fitting. If you watch it right now and, you know, during this pandemic or any future ones, it definitely uh, resonates. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I've talked about everything that I want to talk about, about Wally. Oh, I, yeah. I am so glad that I got to get this opportunity with you. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. There's, there is one more thing that I wanted to mention, and it's it's yes, actually please. kind of where we begin. There's there's the song from Hello Dolly, and it's all about just love. And the the final line of the song is to be loved a whole life long, and that's really where it ends. I think is you know Wally and Eve. They've found someone that they can spend their lives with, and they've also opened up the possibility for humans to to have that uh, in their life on you know back on planet Earth. So yes, yeah, I think that's a profound way to to end it for sure. Yeah, so I think that's it's such a beautiful ending and and a, a wonderful message and a reminder for all of us. Yes, very much. Well, thank you so, so much, JR, for joining me um, and for talking with me. This was amazing. Um, yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah, thank you so much. I loved being on. All right. Um, well, I'm going to end it there. Um, you guys all take care. I love you guys and um, wishing you all the best. <laughs>